Hi everyone, my name is Sue. I'm a full-time working woman in her late 40s and mom to two young energetic boys living on beautiful Vancouver Island. I want to take this opportunity to share my experience working with Rachel Varga. With aging skin and a busy lifestyle, I felt that I needed some serious guidance on how to tackle my skin issues and overall wellness. Since my early 20s, I have made my skin health, diet and exercise a top priority. But I eventually found that the skin and hair care products I was using and spending a lot of money on just weren't cutting it. I scheduled a one-on-one consultation with Rachel earlier this year in May and also attended the recent spring skin camp where I learned so much from the tutorials. During the one-on-one, I instantly felt a warmth and openness and Rachel really took the time to listen and provide practical and personalized recommendations. She now has me dialed in with my products and supplements to support me from the inside and out. After only using the products for a couple of weeks, my skin and hair felt incredible and it helped me to not only restore my confidence, but I am now receiving compliments on my healthy glow. Rachel also provided some valuable biohacking tips for both me and my family. Over the months, Rachel always took the time to respond to any questions I had. I recently had a 30-minute follow-up appointment with Rachel and again, it was such a pleasure connecting with her. Her expertise in the field of skin aging and radiance is unparalleled and I trust her completely. Rachel has changed my life and she has inspired me to strive to be the best version of myself in every way. I can't recommend working with her enough. Welcome to the Rachel Varga Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Varga, double board certified aesthetic nurse specialist since 2011 with over 20,000 rejuvenation procedures performed. I'm an international clinical trainer for other physicians and nurses as well, celebrity skin expert, having been featured on some of the world's top proactive aging podcasts and much, much more. Learn more at rachelvarga.ca and enjoy today's episode. mixing things up a little bit here. Welcome everyone to the Always Radiant Skin Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel. We're on an adventure together today. One of my favorite podcasters, Mr. Cliff High, he actually does a lot of his sessions while he's driving. So we're going to do the same thing because I think this is really fun. Okay. Here we are in Southern Florida, give you the lay of the land. We're in one of the state parks, cruising around, looking for new trails. It is a balmy 32 degrees Celsius. That's like, I don't know, 90 something Fahrenheit. I'm living my best life. Today I was at the house, I was feeling a little kind of anxious, needed to get out. Um, going through huge life transformations at the moment. I'm also really excited to be speaking at the upcoming biohacking conference next week in a couple of days. I'm literally going to Orlando to speak at the biohacking conference on my upcoming paper on oxidative stress status and the impacts on the skin. So I love to teach on how do we get the best hair, skin, nails of our life and skincare, non-toxic skincare that actually performs, rejuvenation, what to do each season, you know, the customized skin routine, that's one-on-one sessions, how to use your products, how to optimize your rejuvenation each season, that's skin camp. 
And what's really cool about my personal journey and transformational story is last year I did a ton of detoxing. We're talking March to December last year. Got my body in more of an alkaline state. I started to detox yeast, fungi, mold, heavy metal, and parasites. And then I also did a long fast of about five to seven days at about 8,000 feet altitude in Sedona and Southern Utah. Changed my life, literally changed my life, changed my body. I had this extra weight, it was like an extra five to 10 pounds that was just not budging. Even if I was exercising after two car crashes, it made things a little difficult. That extra weight was not budging. I do this long fast, I kid you not, my mind started to work more clearly. My body felt incredibly gorgeous, beautiful literally had my femininity opened up. I kid you not. Oh, alligator sign on the side of the road. Maybe we'll see a gator together here. This long fast changed my life. Now, what I love to also teach is something called radiance, and I love to study radiance. I've been studying this since 2011, since I've been doing skin and rejuvenation as a double board certified aesthetic nurse specialist. I started to notice a certain subset of my clients were aging so much better. They responded to fewer skincare and in-clinic rejuvenation. Um, they, they needed less and they were getting better results and they were also healing much faster. No matter what I did to them. One of my clients, celebrity client, I do a skin resurfacing laser session and then the next day I see them on Access Hollywood. Now this is really unusual for people to heal as fast because typically that kind of resurfacing would require about five to seven days of redness, hunkering down at home, puffiness to the eyes, and legitimate wound care. Like this is like you're pulling a Samantha from Sex and the City at Carrie Bradshaw's book launch party. You gotta hide out a little bit because you don't wanna be remembered as that person with the red face like Samantha was at Carrie's book launch party. Uh, so this is when I started to clue in about 2017 when I met Dave Asprey he came to see me to get himself ready for his book cover superhuman so if you see that book cover that's my face magic love you Dave soul brother so I started to notice that these biohackers people that took charge of their life they were optimizing their sleep they were eating properly they were purifying their air they weren't drinking tap water they were purifying their water they had an awareness of mold they were doing this super sophisticated um, gut testing, just crossing over some train tracks here. Uh, basically, they were utilizing biohacking test kits. People are so friendly here. Everybody waves on the road. I love it. And they just visibly had less signs of inflammation on their eyes. They didn't have as much eyelid puffiness, redness. Um, they weren't getting seasonal allergies at the same rate as others. And a lot of times in spring or fall, when there's seasonal shifts, people can get a bit of an uptick of something called atopic dermatitis. Then they have to get a prescription for hydrocortisone cream and it's red, it's itchy, it's, you know, not much fun. So I was noticing some certain people I was caring for over the years weren't experiencing that. They were meeting with me, you know, 60 to 90. They would tell me, Rachel, I feel great on the inside. I just feel like the outside doesn't match. And then we get the outside to match. And their transformations were just the best transformations out of all of my clients. 
because they were what they were doing. Now I can look back on this now that I've done the research on oxidative stress status. They had a low oxidative stress status, aka their toxic bucket was more empty before doing rejuvenation. This looks like a fun road. Let's go down this road. Let's follow this fellow four by four vehicle, shall we? This looks fun. Uh, so essentially I started to observe what these people were doing. I wrote a book on it, unlocking your vitality. You can pick it up on my website because these people had very dialed in body, mind, spirit, energy practices, solid family unit. They were right with God. They had a spiritual practice. It could, it, you know, their, their spiritual practice could have varied from individual to individual, but bottom line, they had a spiritual practice. And these people were radiant. They had this like beautiful energy. They would come to see me, they'd sit in the chair or online, right? Cause I've been doing online sessions for, for since 2017 before people even knew what Zoom was. Like Rachel, why are you talking about skin with people in your back office there from the other side of the world? Well, people were flying to see me from France, Germany, New York, Dubai, California, all over the place. And it's like, okay, people deserve my skin insights not only in my local community, but elsewhere, right? Not a lot of practitioners in the medical aesthetic space had the same perspective that I had on slowing aging, being healthier to get better results. Most people aren't willing to do the work. Most people want to show up and have someone do their Botox and filler, do a laser, and then, you know, go home and carry on with their drinking alcohol every night, smoking a pack of cigarettes, Oh my gosh, this is beautiful here. We're about to go up to a lookout point. The road might be getting a little bit more rough up here, ladies and gentlemen. So mind the noise, should be okay. Um, so observing radiance is something that I just sort of fell into. And then I started to just observe it in literally everyone I was meeting with and notice common trends. People who were more radiant seem to also be more psychologically and emotionally well-balanced, which was really cool to see. Seeing these certain individuals just absolutely thriving. We are going up. We are climbing a little bit of a hill in Florida. There's not many hills here. <laughs> I, just, I just got so inspired by these people who were just doing really well in their lives. And I started to take notes out of their playbook. Here I am in my mid late twenties, learning from people who are in their sixties to nineties. This is what smart people do. They learn from people who are a little bit more wise than they are and take notes and pick up on advice. So this is one of the beautiful things that a little bumpy here that I've had in my career is to always work with people who were older than I was, right? People were showing up, you know, to this young skin nurse who's like half their age and helping them. But little did they know they were teaching me so much. Learning about radiance has completely changed my life. So essentially a couple years ago, well, more like 2017, I started to employ biohacking practices and doing what my most radiant and mature clients were doing. And uh, over this last year or so, I just realized that I never had learned things like boundaries and these types of things. I didn't have a lot of emotional intelligence or great communication. And I really had to, over the last six years, 
learn about this stuff through a lot of people that I trust. These roads are absolutely beautiful. Oh, service vehicles only. Well, those roads look extra fun. However, I am not a service vehicle. However, if the vehicle were to get stuck out here, I have all sorts of fun things in the back of my ride, including traction boards, jumper cables, fluids, oil, transmission fluid, brake fluid, antifreeze, coolant, tons of extra water. I'm like that person. Um, toe straps, shackles. I am that person that you would love to encounter on the trail. And I have actually saved people on the trail when a tree came down. I uh, have an ax back there, usually would have a chainsaw, but don't need that here because the trees aren't quite as tall and enormous here compared to the Pacific Northwest. So learning from these older individuals, more not older, I'm gonna say more mature clients, taught me so much. So I've been essentially studying radiance now since 2017. And I truly feel like I've kind of hit the jackpot on how to slow aging and be our most beautiful, radiant, high vibe versions. Little bumpy here. Not only to look our best, but enter a room and have people notice you for all the right reasons. It's so cool going to events and meetings and I used to have people come up and say to me, oh, Rachel, your skin is so clear. What, do you, what products do you use? Your, how do you do your makeup? What brand do you use? Your hair looks excellent. What products do you use? How do you style that? Um, your outfit looks fantastic. What are you, who are you wearing? What are you wearing? And then not too long ago, over the last maybe year or two, I had people come up and say to me, oh, I saw you, you know, at the back of the room and just had to come in. I wanted to say hi and talk to you. Something about your energy. So this whole energy stuff is, this is where the magic is because if you have had all the rejuvenation in the world and you open your mouth and it's nothing but negative emotions that come out, no one's going to want to hang out with you. You're going to be the negative Nancy. We want to hang out with the positive patties. We want more positive patties in the world, right? We want more radiant Rachels. <laughs> so this is my, my way of helping make this place a better place. Not only to help people look more beautiful, but when they open their mouths, they're going to have something more positive to contribute and inspire others to be better people. This is really important because you know how sometimes we have those friends and they just you know complain about what's on the news and what's happening on the other side of the world and, and then you have these other friends that you talk to and they're in the present moment with you and you're actually having a conversation they're not distracted by their apple watch or this call or that call they're more present they're more grounded these are the people we want to hang out with these are the people i surround myself with so literally everywhere i go now I essentially have connections with these types of people. And at the end of the day, the why behind having better skin, the why behind wanting to do rejuvenation is to build confidence, to then build your community. Humans are highly social beings. We're not meant to be locked up in homes. 
and we're just not taught a lot of this emotional intelligence stuff, boundaries, the concept of identity and, you know, all these things. We're kind of just, you know, put in boxes, right? So I'm talking to my mom and she sees me at church introducing myself to some people and she doesn't see me introducing myself as a nurse, right? Because she's a nurse, right? So her identity, people ask her what she does. Oh, you know, I'm a night nurse. I'm a retired nurse now. That's what she says. And then she hears me tell people what I do. They're like, oh, what are you doing now? These are people I went to church and grew up with. Oh, you know, I'm a skin researcher. I talk about longevity and anti-aging and stuff like that. And so, you know, I've gone through a huge identity shift, even just over the last six months. It's, it's kind of like midlife crisis situation in my mid-30s. <laughs> we go through identity shifts at different times in our lives. And what's really beautiful about these times in our lives is we can either embrace it or you can have the woe is me situation and, you know, two car crashes, you know, not the best situation in my life over the last couple of years, not a great relationship. I thought it was half decent at the time. However, I started to realize that my nervous system was all messed up. I was totally dysregulated. Any type of noise or vibration or like basically irritant was, oh, let's check out this Pine Grove place. This sounds fun. I love exploring. Really good for your brain, by the way. So I was realizing that I was just totally dysregulated. So it was toxins, it was a toxic moldy home, it was a relationship that was no longer serving me. It served me for a while, but I realized I just wasn't as happy as I should be. And sometimes when we make shifts in our lives, they're not easy, they're challenging, they're obstacles. The thing about being a biohacker and looking after your body and reducing your exposure to toxins in your air, water, lighting, electromagnetics, and regular detoxing is your bodily systems will start to work better. Your hair, skin, nails will start to look more beautiful and attractive and actually grow better. My nails grow like weeds right now. It's just astounding. Um, my hair grows so fast. I have to get my roots done all the time. And, you know, I don't really get breakouts anymore, hyperpigmentation. I can be in the sun and barely burn anymore, which is pretty cool. Really, really, really cool. Let's go back up this way, shall we? This little observation tower was pretty cool. I like a little hill climb when I'm driving. I like to observe things. I'm an observer. So I love flying. Uh, I grew up on a small island, and I would... The, the way off the island to get to Vancouver, because I grew up on Vancouver Island, was either take a ferry, take a seaplane, or take a helicopter. So if I was going to Vancouver to go to some type of medical aesthetics conference or to go teach, I'd hop on the helicopter, 20 minutes. The ferry is like an hour and a half. It's like 40 minutes to get there, 40 minutes to drive from the ferry terminal on the other side of where you gotta go. So this was a harbor to harbor situation. I would be on the helicopter with lawyers and judges and you know politicians and business people. It was pretty fun. I did that for a long, long, long time. Uh, we're talking like 2011 to, I don't know, 2021. So I, lo I always loved taking those rides because 
you'd be up above and observing things. So as a researcher, this is a good quality to observe things. And what researchers get really good at doing is looking for signals in data. And so one of the reasons I wrote this big paper that I'm presenting at the biohacking conference is because there was one piece of data that I found that uh, was pretty alarming. And when there's a piece of data that is significant, researchers call that a signal. That signal was from Canadian data, federal Canadian data. We're talking 2019 to 2020, death of unknown cause across all genders, age groups. Mortality rates by type is what this is called, of unknown cause, doubled from 2019 to 2020. And it had remained stable a couple years before. For some reason, the data from 2020 still isn't published. We got no 21, 2021, 2022, 2023 data. It's, you know, years behind. Makes you wonder why. Anyways, so what I saw with this data set, okay, why is death of unknown cause doubling from 2019 to 2020? What happened? No, you know, COVID, whatever, respiratory disease had its own data set statistic. This was separate and I actually sought clarification from Stats Canada. I said, what does this mean? And all right, had to turn the AC on because my phone overheated. Anyways, a little bit of noise right now. Hope you'll still enjoy this episode. Let me know if it bothers you or if you kind of like this more informal style. Uh, okay, so getting back to the federal data, I asked them, you know, what does this mean? I had confirmation that uh, essentially, this could be under the bracket of autoimmune disease. So, as a researcher, I'm thinking, why is autoimmune disease, death of from autoimmune disease and complication, doubling? What's going on? So then I started to um, acknowledge that you know our food quality isn't as as good as it used to be, or. Our water quality isn't as good as it used to be. Our air quality is terrible, right? So I live in a, uh, grew up in a place where there'd be forest fires all the time. So our, our dear friends in New York, they had a little bit of a taste of what, you know, in Canada and the Pacific Northwest and California and Washington get every year. And it's just more and more each year now, so. Um, for me, living in a situation like that is really unhealthy because when you're around poor air quality, it just, it's terrible for you. All these toxins get into your bloodstream, they mess with your brain, all sorts of stuff. So it's, um, it's, it's really important to not live in a bubble, but understand what you need to mitigate and manage in your surroundings, in your environment so that you can be radiant, so that you can thrive. And so that you can look and feel your best. Yeah, we're at about, I think, 93 degrees out Fahrenheit. It's a, it's a scorcher. Got to keep the phone a little cool, including myself. In that previous session, I was like, literally, I'm dripping in sweat here. <laughs> My window's up. AC off for the sound, but that's just not happening. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode a little bit more informal however I personally really enjoy um, listening to some of my favorite people that do more informal sessions and of course I'm gonna have you know the professional episodes still but I'm just kind of trying this out 
because a lot of you are asking for, you know, Rachel, what do you really do behind the scenes to look and feel your best? And I'm just going to tell you, why wouldn't I want more people to know this information? And getting out in nature like I am now, exploring new trails, it's really good for your brain. It's great for neuroplasticity. So that's one of the reasons why I've always loved exploring the trails. Um, but I was also kind of like running and escaping from a previous life as well. I also wanted to do search and rescue because I'm such an avid outdoor enthusiast. Little did I realize that that was unconsciously me asking for help, someone to rescue me. Really interesting things. It's, um, it's really good to know what your unconscious might be telling you and to really go deep um, and do you know emotional freedom tapping you know release techniques trauma release all that stuff because we just accumulate all this energy and emotion in our physicality the cells keep score so basically at the end of the day what I want you to take away from this episode here is to be radiant, to be healthy, and to have fabulous skin, it's not going to happen by accident. It's not going to happen by showing up to a clinician in a med spa once a month or every two months and saying, hey, fix my skin. No, it's literally what decision, I mean, that's part of it, of course. I mean, hello, that's been my bread and butter for over a decade is rejuvenation work. However, what I'm super passionate about is not only that, but then adding the layer of the biohacking and the radiance cultivation to that. Always radiant skin also means always ready skin, which also means always ready physicality, body, mind, spirit, and energy. To be radiant also is going to involve being resilient. So when you experience life challenges, obstacles, you know, identity shifts, um, we're not talking like transgender stuff, just to be clear. We're talking about realizing that maybe the life that you had before just was no longer a match for who you are now. To navigate and negotiate through those times and with people that you were going through that stuff with are all really great things too. So I actually love to follow some specific teachings from uh, people who are a lot more wise than I am in regards to psychology, um, social dynamics, negotiation, all sorts of stuff. So this is a little bit more of what I get into in the schoolofradiance.com. I just did a live bi-monthly call yesterday. We talked about identity. And this is what a lot of people are missing. It's not, you know identity like making your outfit pretty and getting that designer Gucci handbag or getting your hair done I mean sure those can all make you feel a little better however it's deep it's deeper than that it's who you are it's what you came here to do what's your soul mission do you what's your soul contract right who are you choosing to engage with for the highest for not only yourself but also to enhance people's lives around you that you come in contact with. That's why I love the work that I do. I get to hop on, you know, one-on-one sessions with clients and get a sense of what their struggles are, what their blockages are. And I got to say, one of the biggest things with women who I work with right now is they're too much in their masculine. 
hello, myself included. I mean, I drive like a badass military looking Land Rover on black steel rims with massive tires. That's why it's not the most quiet situation because my massive all-terrain tires are a little noisy. I was way too much of my masculine, you know why? Because I didn't feel safe and my nervous system was dysregulated. So it's always important that people that you have in your life make you feel safe. And if you don't feel safe, you need to exit. You need to look for the nearest exit, have your situational awareness. So I did that and it was not easy. It was really difficult. That's why you've seen me go a little bit dark sometimes here on the show. I'm not gonna make content and record episodes and teach lessons in, or do one-on-one consults or skin camp or school of radiant sessions if I'm not feeling my best, because I'm not gonna be conveying to you uh, important things, right? It's gonna be kind of garbled and scrambled and just not great, so that's why if I go a little bit dark, it's usually because I'm internalizing things and I'm in creative mode, and then when I do show up, you know, it's my intention that it will land on just the right ears and just the right hearts at just the right time. I love you so much. Thank you for hanging out with me on my first adventure here in Florida. Which state park did we just explore to? We were exploring Jonathan Dixon State Park. I got myself a pass so I can hang out at all the state parks anytime I want. Now I am going to find myself a coffee shop and check my 300 emails and maybe get a spicy margarita love spicy margaritas I barely drink drink is bad for you but if I am gonna drink it's gonna be a spicy margarita mm-hmm I don't eat peppers but if I'm gonna have a spicy margarita they sure as heck better have some jalapeno peppers in them with a little spicy salt rim <laughs> I really don't like drinking um, it just doesn't make me feel great so might skip that maybe go for a little dip in the water get some grounding in it is beautiful. I am living my dream life. Driving next to palm trees, 90 degree weather. Living my dream life. It doesn't happen by accident. Up leveling does require sometimes making difficult situations, difficult decisions. Being decisive is actually a very masculine quality and surrendering is a very feminine quality. So what did I do? I listened to my heart. I followed faith. We're going to take a left here. Not sure where we're going. Don't have my GPS on. All good. We're in beautiful village of Tequesta. Tequesta means it's going to cost you. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Oh, perfect. I didn't even have to wait very long at that light. I love it when that happens. So making shifts in your life can be difficult it's not going to make sense to a lot of people around you however if you listen to that softness in your heart that faith you have that faith trust in a higher power and just are in service of the highest incredible things are going to happen in your life and you have to be in that feminine state to be able to receive that oh let's go through this fun little puddle shall we i love puddles flashes okay so this is a dead end road this is not really where I wanted to go because I want to go to the beach let's turn around here this is a beautiful little neighborhood sandbar house yeah they're on the water 
This is absolutely beautiful. If any of you have ever been to Tequesta, let me know how you like it. I know a lot of you listening are, most of you are from California and southern states. Mainly, uh, my metrics are about 85% U.S. Next is in the U.K., love the UK oh my gosh I love I love the UK my UK friends are so kind had a blast was treated like royalty there love Ireland Ireland's also on the list there for listeners you know I look forward to another another adventure going to Europe at some point because that was really fun and oh Marcelo Cohen BJJ that's Brazilian jiu-jitsu I really should get back into doing jiu-jitsu again I did jiu-jitsu every week for about a year and a half and I've been doing kickboxing since about 2011 however with you know car crash injuries that made things a little difficult to do some of the things that I love activity wise Um, however I am actively recovering and working on myself. Oh, that's a cool Corvette Stingray I just drove over, drove by. That's fun. Gentleman gave me a nice little smile. People are friendly here. I asked my girlfriend, Cynthia, because she lives here. You know, does everybody smile here, like in this neck of the woods? She's like, yeah. I'm driving down the road, husband and wife walking their dog. They're in a parking lot on the other side of the road, and they wave at me. It's so sweet. I was like, I, t- I told my dad that, and my dad said, oh, it's just because you're a pretty girl. I asked Cynthia, I mean, she's also pretty, and she said, no, literally everybody just does this. Okay, we are going to Jupiter Island. That sounds fun. Taking a left on Beach Road. We're going to Jupiter Island. We are exploring. I do not have the GPS on. I am just going where we go. I can't believe how inexpensive fuel is. We're at... per gallon here. I remember when I was living in California with dear Katie, co-host of Beauty and the Biohacker podcast. Love you, Katie. Fuel was like five bucks, five bucks a gallon. And then back in Canada, it was like $2 a liter. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Curious what fuel is priced where you live. Anyways, enough of that. Another thing is if you drive an electric vehicle, you might want to consider some electromagnetic shielding clothing. Electric vehicles are huge emitters. You might as well be sitting next to your microwave. Seriously, the amount of EMFs that that electric vehicles give off is equivalent to standing in front of your microwave when it's on. And then all these people that have their babies in the back in their brand new super safe Tesla, they're frying their babies. I kid you not, electromagnetic radiation is the smoking of our generation. And one of the things I highly recommend is actually going to an older vehicle, if you can, um, more of like an analog vehicle. So when you turn the key, the vehicle responds to you as opposed to a digital vehicle where the vehicle through your Bluetooth key fob can sense when you're nearby. We are on East C707. Jupiter Inlet Lighthouse and Museum. Oh, my mom said to check out the lighthouse today. Thank you, mom. Here we go. She'll be happy to hear I checked out the lighthouse. I hear it's quite the hoof up to get to the top of that, but that sounds maybe another time. 
I got some work to do. Yes, please, please, please. If you do drive an electric vehicle, oh, looks like the drawbridge is coming up here. Can you hear that? It's so freaking cute here. <laughs> we don't have drawbridges on the island where I'm from. We have ferry boats, seaplanes, and helicopters. There is no bridge situation. Okay, so please, 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 if you drive a hybrid vehicle, if you drive an electric vehicle, please, please, please go to my favorites page at rachelvarga.ca and get yourself some lambs and some no-choice EMF protective clothing. This is so important, guys. We have an adorable young man here with some fishing poles who is leaving the bridge while the bridge is going up. This is adorable. Welcome to Florida. I remember last time I was here, actually time before that, there's a man out, out of his vehicle with a compound bow aiming it at the river looking for an alligator, I'm assuming. That was interesting. Never seen anybody with a compound bro bow out of their driver's side window before. <laughs> this is so cute. I've always wanted to explore this part of Jupiter and Tequesta, this little like island strip. The real estate here just looks so gorgeous. Lots of beautiful condos. I'm sure I'm going to find myself a cute little coffee shop to park myself at. I have my laptop here. I got to get to work. So I recently um, moved and relocated. And uh, if you know anything about Florida or if you live in the South, what's the big issue? Humidity and mold. Mm -hmm. So you know I got my Hypo Air Germ Defenders, my Air Doctor, full steam ahead going in that place. And then I went and checked out the outside of the building, went to the little private dock, super cute place on that little golf resort. And, um, there's smart meters. There's five smart meters right on the other side of the wall where my headboard is. That's not great. That's not what I want to see. Smart meters emit so much electromagnetic radiation that if you are staying anywhere, check out the exterior wall of your bedroom. And please, 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 if you have smart meters on the back of your headboard, move your bed move your bed and start to sleep in electromagnetic shielding blankets. No choice has them on my favorites page All my favorite biohacking stuff. RachelVarga.ca forward slash favorites new website coming soon. Brand new rebranding. In case you haven't noticed, this is no longer the Rachel Varga podcast. This is the always radiant skin podcast. Uh, takes time to shift into a new form of yourself and identity and all that cool stuff. Okay. So here we go. The drawbridge has gone back down. Let, through a cool looking boat, fishing boat, and I am about to cross this bridge and explore somewhere new. It's so beautiful. Anyways, if you're going to the biohacking conference, please let me know. I would love to meet you. Come up to me. Give me a big hug. I got my media detail coming with me to record my talk, all that cool stuff. I got my personal protection security detail as well. Um, they'll probably want to give you some hugs too but uh, don't be fooled. Safety is important. When you are a divine feminine, the divine masculine is really excited to protect you. Can I go now? There we go. So 
that's that. Okay, great. Green means go. We are crossing the Jupiter Island Bridge. I would love to get myself a boat. Oh my gosh, this water is turquoise. Wow. Somebody's on a jet ski. Oh, I need to do that. Oh my goodness, it's so freaking beautiful. This water is turquoise. It's stunning. <gasps> no wonder people are so happy here. I'm, I'm serious. Walk around, everyone's got their cinnamon tan on. They're kind of sweating a little bit because it's so freaking hot. And they're smiling and they're waving at each other. I don't think I'm driving fast enough. Everyone's on my tail. Speed limit's 35. I'm going 40. Nope, I'm going 30. Okay. <laughs> going from kilometers to miles is um, interesting. Wow, this is beautiful. So that little inlet that I crossed, um, I have a river that feeds from this inlet here at Jupiter Island. So I am near a moving body of water, not a stagnant body of water, which a lot of um, like condos and vacation rentals are on. So the thing about swimming in the water here, the gator situation, what do you guys think about the gator situation? Is this something I need to worry about? I'm used to bears, I'm used to cougars. The gators is different. There's a lot of people in the water here, so that gives me quite a bit of confidence. Okay, what do I do? Do I check my emails at a coffee shop or do I cool off because I am so weltering? I don't know. I'll keep you posted. You'll have to listen to the next episode right here on the Always Radiant Skin podcast to find out what adventure I am on next. Love you so much. See you soon. Bye. See you at the Biohacking Conference.